Exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom Full House. I am one of your co-hosts, Brandon Shockney, and to my immediate left is my other co-host. Go ahead and say your name. My name is Jonathan Pernasek, <laughs> and together Brandon and I are just a couple of rude dudes. Rude dudes. We're just a couple of rude dudes. Honeybees. Honeybees. I solemnly swear to uphold all the honey. Yep, that's that's, that's it. it. That's, that's, the, that's the exact honeybee code Hoard from the honey. Hoard, hoard the honey. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the motto of the honeybees. Right. All right. Well, to my immediate left and Brandon's immediate left as well is our co. Uh, not our. Co- <laughs> you are not our third co-host. You are our honorary rude dude for the week. Don't you dare and try and become a co-host. <laughs> He's trying to steal a position from me. I can already smell it. <laughs> I smell it like honey in the air. What is your name, sir? Yeah, my name's Carlos. Carlos Luna. Luna is a fantastic last name. It, it's pretty good for Chicago. Why do you, why would you why would you say these things? Uh, <laughs> for Chicago? Yeah, because of uh, Luna Carpet. Ooh, what's? Because, oh, I'm not aware of Luna you're Carpet. Not Luna Carpet. Uh, is oh, it a big good. brand? Well, I guess so. But people just sing that song. The Luna. Luna. Yeah, the Luna jingle to me all the time. Uh, oh, really? It's like seven, seven, three, two, <laughs> oh, two. I like yeah. to, I like to exaggerate in my head and think that like hundreds of people have done this to you. Hundreds of people actually have done it. That is yeah. very yeah. <laughs> strange. All the time. They got they think they've got you pegged. Like, yeah, oh, like, we got your number. I'm gonna bring this, I'm gonna bring something new to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> you never heard this. You know the city you've lived in all your life? Meanwhile, like you're wearing like a face mask and you're <laughs> literally asleep. Yeah. Like <laughs> Carlos, we are uh, discussing the episode Slumber Party. Is that really just the title? Yeah. Yeah. So, so they didn't try and get cute this Usually time Usually they try to do lots of good pun names, but this one they were just like, you know what? <laughs> we, we Straightforward, simple. It is uh, 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, let's make this decision <laughs> now. Slumber party. Honey, be my mom? <laughs> oh, that would have been good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a Thank you. Shakespearean globe uh, get about. Uh, slumber stinger? Slumber Ooh, Stinger. Yeah. Like we, we used to do a whole thing where we would ask the guest, you know, what they thought the alternate title should be. That's sort of oh, fallen yeah. off. But I think in the case of something like this where the title is straight up boring as fuck, yeah. <laughs> I think that is a point of conversation we should uphold. Yeah. Uh, of course, the, the first task that falls to you, Carlos, uh, can you summarize this entire episode in just a single sentence? People's past coming back to haunt them. People, <laughs> people's pasts yeah. coming back to hunt. Because them. we got we oh, got yeah, Jesse, right. we got Jesse and his dad uh, trying oh. to bring uh, that past to Michelle. We have uh, Danny not wanting to sell his stuff, and we have the dead mom um, coming back. Not to haunt, but like... <laughs> no, that's straight up haunt. Yeah, straight up haunt. Um, yeah, but like something that uh, moving forward, Stephanie has to get over. That works on multiple levels. Thank you. Well yes. Done, Carlos. Before we dive into any particular, uh, any particulars <laughs> with this episode, how did you grow up with Full House? Yes. Or, uh, yeah. Oh, yes, technically uh, that does come first. So I was a huge Full House fan. Uh, I used to watch Full House like a couple times a day. I actually remember um, in Chicago it would play twice, like twice a day on WGN. I actually remember the um, WGN had a jingle for it too. It was uh, they had their own yeah, specific jingle. Yeah. Well, it was it was a parody of uh, what's the song that's like our house. Dun, dun, oh dun, yeah. Dun, 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 uh, street. Yeah. Our house, yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, Full house in the, in the middle of the day. Full house. Wow. <laughs> One Michelle and no, two Michelles and two DJs. Our house. Wait a minute. Two At, Michelles? Two episodes, oh. two episodes, yeah. I was At, like, well, technically there were two Michelles. <laughs> At four o'clock and once again, our full house on WGN. Wow. Good Lord. Yeah. How long did it take them, I wonder, to like get that rhyme for WGN? I don't know. It was, it was poor 
poorly made too. I just remember thinking like I could have I could have put that together. Did they do this for other shows? No, just that. And I think because it was the the only thing that I know on television that would do like at that prime time that would do back to back episodes of a show because mm-hmm. usually okay. it's like you know uh, Saved by the Bell and then Full House and then this blah blah. But this was like Full House and another Full House. They made a so yeah they were trying to yeah. make a that's really been, big deal about that's it. been kind of replaced nowadays with Seinfeld. You get like two back to back episodes of Seinfeld on like TBS. Nothing, like, nothing is funnier to me than like seeing those huge banner ads. Like it's always WGN, but they're advertising shows that at this point are like over twenty years old, like King of Queens, like King of Queens. But they're oh, yeah. advertising them like they're brand fucking new shows yeah. because people will tune into that shit. <laughs> yep. I mean, like, That's do you want your Seinfeld fix? Don't want to get those DVDs? I do. Don't want to stream it on Hulu? <laughs> you do? <laughs> I do. When I run on the treadmill, I always go to TBS and watch Seinfeld. There is something to be said about not having a choice when watching <laughs> television. There, there's some, like, we, there, there is value that. in being yeah. imprisoned. Yeah, there is something about that. There, there's something... Comfort. It's like the uh, album deep cuts. You know when like you, you, the track number seven, which you kind of skip all the time, but then sometimes you're doing dishes and track seven plays, and you're like, oh, I think I kind of like this song now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's how I feel about a lot of like sitcoms and TV shows where I'm like, oh, God, I hate this, but it's the only thing on television. And they watch it, you're like, oh, yeah. I grew up really – so I grew up in Chicago, grew up in a, a kind of bad neighborhood, and, like, we were not allowed out of the house. Like, we weren't, like, I couldn't cross the street or go around the block. Like, that's... Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, that's how bad it was. And both my parents worked, so we had to stay inside a lot. So I watched a lot of television. They also, like, regulated what we would watch. So, like, Full House was one of those ones that we would watch. And then also, like, the hype about TGIF, like, at that time, was, like, so huge. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, it was a huge deal. And especially all that, like, in-between stuff that they would do. Do you remember when they would, like, host in-between TGIF? Yes, I think I do know what you're talking about. Like Full House or Step by Step. I think Perfect Strangers even did it. Yeah, they would appear in, like, commercial bumps Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they were always, like, getting ready with popcorn to to watch the shows on TGIF. In, yeah, in a weird sort yeah. of meta layering. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we understand where we are in our own universe. Yeah. We know that there are other families. <laughs> we know that you watch them, too. Yeah. You watch what we do. We're the only real ones. They're all fake entertainment. You know? yeah. Like, yeah, that was very strange. <laughs> it was also strange for me because, like, I'm Hispanic, and growing up not in that, like, this very white culture, uh, there's, like, tons of stuff, like, I kind of didn't understand because I had never seen it before, you know? Like, even in, like, this episode where, like, kind of like how the, the kids talk to the parents, you know? Like, we didn't ever talk to our parents that way. Like, Michelle's three, and she's like, give me your credit card. And yeah. I was like, what? Sassy. Credit cards? Yeah. And, yeah, just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Guitars and, like, uh, jump rope in the living room. That is strange. I guess that is strange. But that's how I thought all white people people did. (laughs) (laughs) Mother-daughter indoor jump rope. And, like, the parents were always home. There was always, like, adults there. And I grew up in the place where it was just like, oh, you have to go over this person's house because they have to watch you. You know what I mean? Because everyone works. And apparently in, like, Full House Land, like, no one works. We can't begin without the cold open. So, Brandon, what's what's this cold open all about? Uh, so uh, we see Michelle stacking a bunch of blocks. Classic and, Michelle, and they're you know all in different shapes, and she's making a little tower, and she can't get the last triangle up on the top of the block tower. Yeah, it seems she's making some sort of a castle, uh, t- castle tower, castle tower, classic castle tower. Uh, she is a princess, so. Well, um, yeah. Uh, and so DJ wanders in <laughs> she very says, naturally. She says hello. Yeah. <laughs> hello, Michelle. What, what are you doing? Yeah. She's like. She's like. What's up? Yeah. What are you? Are you you want to hang? You want to hang? What's up? Yeah. I you, got nothing better to do than hang with a baby. You bored? Me bored too. <laughs> so uh, Michelle enlists DJ's help to put the triangle at the top of the tower, mm. and then DJ's like. It's finished. And Michelle's like, no, no, no. no not quite. I don't think so. And then so. she pushes it down and it crumbles and tumbles and rumbles. And she stands there and going, now it's finished with this smirk on her face. <laughs> and we all were like, 
Ooh, I see something inside her. Yeah. Mi- Deep-seated. Michelle enjoys sort of putting all of the ducks in a row, sort of creating this whole little world, this mm-hmm. little universe of hers that she then has the power to dismantle from, you know, just pulling on that thread until there's nothing left. I thought we were going, like, in the Godzilla route. Like, that was mm. going to be the joke where she's oh, yeah. like, I'm a monster! Uh, but we got yeah. more of her just, like, tumbling it down and being like, look what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> see what my if, design. What if we take a step back and see this up, see that? Opening is like foreshadowing for what's to come of Full House. So once the house That's is the full, house. <gasps> once once the last brick is placed, she knocks it out, which she does in the final episode. You know what I mean? Like when she goes down, she brings down Full House. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, I think I mentioned it to you the other the other night. Uh, they sing in every episode. They, Almost yeah. They sing in like every. That was something that like the producers or the writers like wanted wanted them to do, and I find that amazing because it's something that you kind of don't notice, but then like after after you find out about that like it's something you can't like turn off yeah when you told me that I was like no and then I started really thinking about it and I was like I can't think of an episode that they haven't at least like a little too we got the honeybee song in this one yeah or it's either it's either Joey doing some sort of vocal bit yeah or it's either all three of the guys coming together and doing like the teddy bear song or fucking the ripper show up or the beach boys show up well we had a few different moments we had in this episode we had a Danny dancing along and singing oh, with yeah. the platform shoes. Yep. You know, yeah, the honeybee like jingle or whatever. <laughs> oh, honeybees, you make me feel so sweet and pleasurable. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting a little weird. Um, oh, great, great. So that was the cold open. Okay. <laughs> There's this whole bit at the top of the episode where the wedding announcement has been put in the paper. Mm-hmm. But beyond this one moment. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, we, we don't, don't really give a shit about that. Like, we're really putting I, that off. I, for I think now. they're just trying to be like, like, hey, audience, remember that, that these two are engaged. Didn't yeah. see it last week. This is, this is the through line of the season. Yeah. Here you go. There's an odd pause. Like, we come out of the music, and everyone just sort of seems to be waiting yeah. for, like, a cue. Yeah. And, then, and then Bob Saget's like, first line. Yeah. Uh, it's a little stiff. <laughs> a little stiffy. Um, uh, of course, the whole joke about this. Uh, Carlos lead us through this, this sterling wedding announcement joke. They call Jesse Jersey. <laughs> And then everyone calls in Jersey as they walk into the kitchen. Yeah. That's just about it. That's about it. <laughs> that's, that's about it. They get a lot of, lo- they get a lot of mileage yeah. out of it. Uh, Joey comes up from the basement apartment, presumably, uh, again, we the question came up again and again, what time is it? Because, okay, so the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the paper, which means if you're looking at it, I presume it's the first moments of the day. So that's what bothers me about this. So Becky is going to Lake Tahoe, right? Mm-hmm. And she and I think she's saying Saturday. She'll be back Saturday or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this is not a weekend. This is a weekday that they're that they're there that they're sitting at the table that yeah. they're sitting at the table. Right. Okay. Joey's downstairs, like coming up. He's completely dressed. And he seems fresh. Yeah. Like, he seems fresh starting. And his there's day. muffins on the table that they're eating. So everyone's getting ready. This is like that is a breakfast food. But Stephanie is coming back from some type of a honeybee meeting. Mm-hmm. What if what if the honeybees are one of those. Fucking childhood activities that uh, I'm sure there are many examples that they just start really fucking early for no reason. No way. Before school? Before school? Well, yeah, because it's a fucking weekday. It have to be a weekday. Unless it's the summer. And, and I don't think it summer. is. I think it is. I think it is the summer, be the summer. Because they're talking about getting clothes for school? Michelle for preschool. For preschool. Right. Okay. And yes. she hasn't started preschool yet. Okay. Okay. What if this was like a Sunday and she's talking about <laughs> next oh, weekend? Maybe. Because I don't know if we ever talk about like when the slumber party is supposed to happen. It's, it's just happening on a Saturday. Happened, so maybe yeah. a full week passes at a certain point. I would, that, just, I would just assume if they're saying Saturday, it's the coming up Saturday. But you're saying it might be Sunday. Yeah, like I'm giving it Sunday. more like a uh, full week. Yeah, like there's, there's no this way. whole Cause the, complex cause timeline. The, the garage sale happens ah, the next day. God damn it. Yeah, this is all like truncated. This is all shoved within yeah. like a 48 hour time. I was span. about to say, I, you know what? Hold on. You might be right because when do the wedding announcements come out on paper? Does it come out on like the week, like a Sunday, like a Sunday paper? I don't know. I don't know if there really is a uh, regimented thing for that. Of course, any paper could have their own yeah. you know, standards and practices. 
I don't the know. science of Full House. This, <laughs> I don't know if it's, we're just trying to like uh, Da Vinci code the shit out of it. Right. Well, can we, can we Google Maps how long it takes to go from Lake Tahoe? <laughs> how long it takes to drive from yes. Lake Tahoe uh, to, Santa to Lake Tahoe? That's it, Becky's journey throughout this episode. Yeah, that is Becky's journey, and she says she's going to leave in the afternoon. She'll have plenty of time. Let's say the slumber party starts. It's already dark out. So, and if this is summer, that's got to be like seven o'clock. We'll say okay. Sure. Four hours. Four hours. Three, four, three okay. hours, 45, or three hours, 45 minutes. Okay, so four. If, well, your car, Tahoe, if, for, if your car doesn't break down and the transmission doesn't fall out of it. Lake Tahoe to San Francisco. And she, we're saying she broke down in Pl- in Plasterville? Uh, Plasterville, which is the best name for a town in the world. Yeah, let me see. It. Take it a two. So I bet I she left. Tough. Let's say she left at three o'clock. Because if it takes four hours, she said she's going to leave in the afternoon. Plenty of time. So let's say she leaves at like two two o'clock. Let's say two o'clock. We'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I, I'm starting to think, Carlos, that you like are a member of like a deep web forum of Full House, where <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, 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 we're fans. But now let's get to the real. Let's, let's take yeah, because I want this. I really want the reality to exist. Like I really want it to all make sense. To do, know, that do you think someone, it's a better show? Because if that's true, like if that is true, do you think it becomes a better show? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but you're here trying to like stand up for Full House. I am. I am. This this needs to be a, a a have mercy episode because are, I are you re- worried that the content it maybe is not holding up in this episode as much as you would like it to? I, I just you know I'm fine with like everything. I'm fine with like the corniness of the characters and all that stuff. I'm sure. fine with everything. But man, fucking reality still has to hold up, right? Like there must be rules. There, there's, like <laughs> gravity still has to work. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the line. Like some people would say, like we're unfair because it's like, oh, come on, it's just a silly sitcom. You know, you really shouldn't be picking apart at it like you should. Uh, And I'm like, well, fine. If you want to say that, that can go only so far. There have been episodes where I'm like, this is just bad writing and it's sloppy decision making. Oh, what's that? Oh, someone seems to be... Oh, no, police sirens this time around. <laughs> Just a man Crushing a skull. <laughs> a robot's skull with a fucking sledgehammer. Let's hope that continues for the entirety of this recording. Whoa! <laughs> so, yeah, Stephanie runs in. She's super pissy. Uh, her honeybee uniform, I think you, you pointed this out, Brandon, seems to have been redesigned. Yes, to be much more bee-like. And yet it's it doesn't have a stinger. Yellow. They used to have it a little have a stinger, stings. but they have nice little, like, ascots that are, like... Yeah. Black and yellow. It's just generally much more like a brownie outfit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, And we see little touches in a moment. Like, they don't do the uh, two-finger salute. They do a four-finger sort of uh, hand gesture. Do you think they've chosen honeybees because they think that's funnier than Girl Scouts? Like, inherent, like, there's more comedy to be mined out of being a honeybee? I think they could, like... Why couldn't they have just... Well, Girl Scouts, again, like, it's this issue that we'll see later. Like, what is... What are the patent laws it's here? Gotta be, it's got to be something like that. Like it's, the Girl Scouts were like, we're not going yeah, to allow you to say. Yeah, we're not going to allow you to say anything. It's got to be a lot of brand stuff. Because they don't do a lot of brand stuff in here. Not um, really at all. Yeah, they always make up the brand, whatever it is. Like, I love oat boats. You yeah. Know? I, I've been laughing because in, in maybe two episodes, I wanted to be in more, so it's like a more of a gag. But they clearly bought the rights to play It's My Prerogative. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like any kid party dance, like, it's my prerogative. It's like, okay, kids <laughs> Listen to other things, <laughs> and yet the other music is like just generic. Got to get those kids dancing. <laughs> yeah. So Stephanie is just mad. Yeah. Because there's this stupid slumber party she doesn't want to go to. Mm-hmm. So don't even ask me about it, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> so Stephanie already knows walking into the door that she's doomed, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the entire thing. Is that like she doesn't have a mom? And she can't go to the slumber party. She's not even trying to problem solve that. You no, know? like and that there point. are dozens of solutions. Yeah, dozens. Mm-hmm. First of all, why does it have to be? I'm really irritated by the idea that this was all conceived as a mother daughter thing. Yeah, and look, I get it. It's it's fun that like mothers and daughters can like come together and spend that time, but there, it's inherently complicated because Stephanie. It's insane to me that she's the only person in this group of girls that has this issue. Mm-hmm. Like putting aside the fact that like you could have a parent who's dead. Yeah. What about a mom who doesn't even live in the city? Like right. through divorce or like just maybe the dad died and yeah. like she has work. What if they work at night? 
that is definitely something that a lot of shows at this time did not acknowledge. And when they did, they made they made it seem like I remember there's an episode of Small Wonder. If you guys ever do like a Small Wonder podcast, Small Wonder is a <laughs> clinically insane show. That one is yeah. I mean that like Small Wonder is fantastic. Because are, are you makes, aware of Small Wonder? Um, is that the one with the uh, the robot? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What is her name? Becky. Vicky. Vic- I am Vicky. Yeah. <laughs> I am a human girl. <laughs> and Jamie is like the biggest pussy boy in the entire world. Just like watch it. Like he's like the worst. Like, hey, dad. Like, he's just, the worst. He just needs to get beat up in every fucking episode. Yeah. I listened to an episode of a podcast that I really enjoy called Movie Fights. Have you guys ever heard of I that? Know, I know. And so one of the questions was, what TV show would you take and remake as a movie? And someone did a pitch for Small, Small Wonder, Wonder as like a feature film. I, I would. It's not a bad property to reboot. Yeah. There's no one really that represents like my culture at that time on television, but uh, so like you watch everything through like white people's eyes, and just like this idea of just like white people are so set that they like start making kids out of robots. Yeah, and then like there's also <laughs> this, there's also this episode where this kid has a key around his neck, and um, oh no, and yeah, I so, can't even begin to imagine. Yeah, he has a key around his neck, and I think he's a brown kid, so he looks like me. And uh, Jamie's like, hey, why do you have a key around your neck? And he's just like, I'm a latchkey kid, <laughs> like. What? They explain that, like, and, like, he goes in and tells his mom, and his mom's like... Was it, like, the Illuminati? <laughs> Jamie, some kids don't have moms at home, so they have to open the door themselves. I was like, oh, my God, I'm a latchkey kid. Oh, no. I started thinking, like, oh, my God, so Jamie's mom explains it. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is why. Yeah, yeah. So, wait a minute. They explain it as... So, Jamie's mom says some kids don't have a mom at home yeah. who can open the door because mom's always at home. Yeah, like, his mom isn't home, and that's sad. Because she's working. Yeah, because she's working. And it's just going back to, like— And the best version of a family is when mom can just be there all, all the, the time. time. Like, which we see as the honeybees. The flying You know, the, fuck. the honeybees believe that, like, you know, mom should be readily available at any time to do this. And also, like, did Stephanie not— have more than a day's notice about this lumber party? Right? Yes. Because she that, ran in, yeah. right? Seemed like a surprise to her. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there'd be no drama if she had more time. So yeah, that's... Stephanie's pissed, but of course Becky, uh, she of course, she offers... Offers, yeah. ...to go with her to the party, and Stephanie lights up. She's like, my facade can drop away. My bitterness is all but a ruse. I so long to have a feminine influence, my dear <laughs> Becky. I, th- I don't even think she really cares. I think... I think she just wants to fit in and not be made fun of. Like, and Which these girls are clearly probably yes, doing. it's scary. She doesn't <laughs> Is care. your mom coming, Stephanie? She just wants a body so she doesn't get made fun of. That's all she wants. The, the attic, the, we see the attic for the first time. Yeah. And it's apparently yes. going to be the house for the production company. For now. For now. Lead us yes. through this, uh, Brandon. Uh, so we have, yes, we have this big uh, empty attic here. Uh, but there are a bunch of boxes that are full of Danny's past. Yeah, his, um, his little knickknacks, and they're alphabetized. Yes, they're alphabetized knickknacks, and they're not important things. They're not memories of Pam. They're not anything like that. They are things like ant farms and Zorro swords. Mm. My my thing with Full House is the only thing that kind of bothers me about, like the only thing that kind of like irks me, is anything that goes against the house. Like, let's just keep the house in order. So whenever anyone tries to be mean on Full House, it bothers me. So, like, in that attic, they're going through Danny's shit, and they're just making fun of him. Like, because he has a Zorro sword. It's like, fuck you, Joey. Like, you live in my basement, and you play with toys all the time. Yeah, you're drowning in nonsense. Yes. You have four different Popeye dolls. That's too many Popeye yeah, dolls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I have a 401k. I love, I love, your, I love your full-bodied Charlie Chaplin statue that, like, talks. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Right. <laughs> uh, in the attic, I don't want to miss this gag of <laughs> Danny has put a mouse trap on a doily. Oh, yeah. And you dug it. Like I think that's a funny image. Like, mm-hmm. I th- like it's a close-up of, like, a finger pointing to it. Yeah. And I'm like, for some reason, the pointing to it, I find that kind of funny. <laughs> like, look at it. Look at how silly this thing is. I'm like, you're right, Cho. It is quite silly. I do, I do love how uh, the writers probably have their own, like, checklist of, like, how to flesh out this two-dimensional character. It's just like, okay, we got to have a cleaning joke in there. It's Danny. Danny's doing it. So, uh, oh, he waxed the floor and he uh, put down a doily and it's like, okay, we got the two cleaning jokes in there. Yeah. And like nothing else. Like the ultimate like whiteboard checklist. Yeah. Like, did Joey do a, do we have it? 
Yeah. Yeah, we have we yeah, we have something. No impressions. Did we get a Joey impression? He did his Barbie and he did his oh, Ken. Yeah, but yeah. it's it again, I Jojo Agogo, I don't think it counts this time. Not, not worth a Jojo Agogo. He's just doing his California voice. Yeah, his his Ken is very like surfs up, dude. Whoa, and yeah. then Barbie is that too, except high pitched. Hey, like come on, dude. Barbie Robics, dude. Whoa, yeah. I'm Barbie. Yeah. Why would Barbie sound like this? Yeah. Yes. Although I gotta say I mean um, she is all girls, don't get me wrong. She is all yeah. women. I, I I gotta say, usually, usually those things used to bother me more. Um, but as we're going through these seasons, maybe it's just this season in particular. Maybe we're I'm, dying inside. I'm starting to mm. like the characters more. Oh, I, I find really? Joey more endearing. I, th- I thought he was great. Uh, like well, great in this, this episode. In I, this episode, he's taking shit left and right and just yeah. like trying to make it okay for. You yeah, know, well, this little girl. They've leveled off considerably on his nonsense. Yes. Like, they really seem to put... Well, the most irritating scene is the slumber party, when he is sort of trying to ingratiate himself with these children so right. badly. When he pushes himself, it's still really obnoxious. Yes. But, yeah, for the most part, it actually... I, I would agree, he's more human. But I, I like that they're kind of giving... And I'm enjoying Danny Tanner a lot more. He's getting a little bit snarkier in these seasons, yeah. and I think yeah. that's funny. He um, refers to the name Jersey Cat Sopolis as like what does he say like a Greek cow or a Turkish uh, cow? Yeah, he's like that sounds like the name of a Turkish cow, and I'm like, oh, I hope that's not a Bob Saget original because that one doesn't really probably that that know. dark didn't go all the way to the board. <laughs> um, uh, Stephanie enters her room. Uh, she's gonna start getting ready like again like six hours before yeah, the six hours starts. before yeah. Uh, but Kimmy shows up with fucking luggage, and she's like, ah, <laughs> oh, this bed'll do. Uh, I'll piss all over that tonight and make that my own. Uh, my name's that. Kimmy. Yeah. And she did bring luggage for one night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she lives next door. Yeah. Yes. And she one. could live there forever if she wanted to, according to her parents. <laughs> it's like 1 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, everyone is, everyone's attitude seems to be, well, why not start it now? Yeah. I know, well, it, that, I know it's a long time That's crazy. Think about the last time you had a sleepover with, like, a friend. Did you guys hang out eight hours before the sleep, the evening? Like nighttime? Like, yeah, when, like, like slumber party nighttime? Your, would if, you had a, uh, if I had like a sleepover planned with a friend, like the sleepover would start at like seven or eight o'clock. Oh, yeah. Not like someone come over at like 1 p.m., yeah. hang out with me the entire day, and then we also hang out the entire yeah, night no. for a sleepover? Well, it's I, too I much time with one person. Well, <laughs> but not for a kid. Like if you, if you were a kid and you were like really close friends with somebody, mm-hmm. for a group that might be a little odd. But I can see, like, two little boys or two little girls or a boy and a girl. Can't, they can be best friends, too. Uh, yeah, I would think that you'd want to, like, get in as much time as you could. Like, make a big deal out of it. So you were, like, one of those kids that was like, for a sleepover, we're going... Well, fifteen hours, maybe. I don't know if I, I don't know if I really made this very clear, but I uh, didn't really have a lot of friends, uh, so not a lot of slumber party yeah. situations, so especially this, not a group. So the speech is really just like, I wish I could have stayed longer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, why don't you just let me stay? <laughs> yes. So, since we're on this topic, I, I, I want to be included as well. I want to. I want to stay here for a second. Uh, Carlos, did you have a lot of like? Did you with slumber parties or no. like sleepovers? I think. No, no, no. we. Uh, I went to. I didn't have a lot of friends growing up either, so like we we didn't really go out. Carson uh, knows what I'm talking about. But also like Mr. We, fucking popular over here, <laughs> he don't know. <laughs> My parents wanted me to go to uh, a private school, n- not in the area. Like all the schools are so bad in this area, so we had to take like two buses. So we were like technically out of district. But my mom had a friend that lived in that district, so we just got our mail sent there. So okay. I wasn't allowed to like bring any of my friends over to my house or like go over, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what because be- there was too much of a risk of like yes. the sort of story yeah, falling yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, that story falling. And we were stupid kids, you know. So yeah, like I never really had. I like my cousins would come over, but that was like a thing that your parents set up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was never like, hey, Steve's coming over. I think I had to be in like sixth grade before the oh. first time I like had my first sleepover. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah. with, you were saying it's with the cousins? Uh, most of the time it was with, like, my cousins would sleep over, I would sleep over their place. Did you get along with them, or did it feel like this, like you said, this has, like, been so arranged? Kind of like that. Okay. Yeah, it kind of didn't feel like, uh, it felt like family. Yeah. It didn't feel like, felt like family just sleeping in a living room or in the basement, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It, like, it's not like you're learning especially anything new. Yeah, like, like social this skills. This doesn't feel like stuff. fresh yeah. or new. It did it. It definitely didn't. Like, hello, cousin. Yeah. <laughs> like, hello like, again. Hey, what's going on? 
Do you want to go to bed? Let's go to bed early. I always thought that the sort of pop culture idea of like a little girl sleepover was supposed to be not very scheduled and regimented. Well, I think, okay, so this is what, when we were talking about. But this is a honeybee about, event, I keep forgetting. Yeah, because it's a honeybee event. I keep trying to figure out like why it would matter that Joey was there because like, you know, who the hell cares? It's a slumber party. They're trying to do the opposite of the Boy Scouts. So if it was like a bunch of boys in the wilderness and it's just like he would be embarrassed that his mom was there. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to say. Right. So like it's a girl at a, a what girl things can we show? Oh, she should be embarrassed that Joey's there. And mm-hmm. th- that embarrassment yeah. is ultimately justified. And we're saying like that that they, they sort of excuse that and they say it's it makes sense that she would be embarrassed. Yeah. And it makes sense that because this is not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. As opposed to like a more reasonable show would have had like a man go into that world Mm -hmm. and like maybe the kid might have been like worried but by the end of it the message would have been it's fine yeah that would have been a lot better like the moms like (laughs) include him that the moms yeah uh, let's go to the let's just go to the sleep yeah Yeah, yeah, because there's this whole thing with kimmy i just wanted to say that stephanie's response to kimmy being on her bed is get your bony bod off my bed. Yeah. <laughs> bod. She says bod as if it's B-A-W-D, which oh, I love. And Stephanie has a headshot of her father on her nightstand. It's crazy. And it's an eight and a half by 11. It looks it's It looks huge. like his like photo that's probably on the wall in the uh, hallways of Waking Up San Francisco. Next to all of the other hosts who are now dead. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I hope your tenure is longer than uh, Phil's. <laughs> the yard sale is like barely even yeah. a thing. The whole joke is that Danny doesn't want to get rid of his stuff, so, so he makes it all really price. expensive. Right. Uh, and then Jesse puts it all in a storage locker for him, which he should have thought Not solving the problem. Not yeah. solving the problem. Jesse realizes that he, he makes Michelle, he takes her to this store called Hell's Little Angels. Yeah. He dresses her up like a fucking greaser. He dresses her up exactly like himself. Yeah. It's fucking weird. And she gets a fake tattoo that says born to behave. As opposed to born to be wild. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Baby. And then Danny takes her to the tater tots store. Yeah. She picks out a dress and Jesse's like, what the fuck's going on? And she's like... This is the dress I wanted. This is the I picked it out. And then they have a heart to heart where Jesse's like, "I treated you just like my dad treated me." Although it comes out of nowhere, it's just like we didn't know Jesse was having problems with his dad. Like, right. So the slumber party, of course. Becky uh, cancels. She cancels. She can't make it. Her car broke down. I believe if we did the math on it, she did it on purpose. I don't think. I, I think she would As not. Have, said. I think she would not have made it in time. Plasterville is probably an hour from Lake Tahoe. She was supposed to be at that slumber. She was supposed to be at that house back in San Francisco, probably three or three hours before uh, she makes that phone call. So she knew that she was gonna run three hours late, and now her car is broken. So let's say her car is broken right there. But she was already running three hours late to that slumber party. I think that is that is some. I I can bear. I can honestly cannot keep up <laughs> that's with great. that whole theory. I, I think I think that's what happens though. God, I I'm wish trust I wish uh, we could have because we you know we have Becky that shot of Becky against like an just a brown background yeah. on the phone. I wish you could have just wind that shot and shown that she's in a bar, <laughs> just like hangs out and orders a drink, and you're just like. Ah! She, like, does line dancing, and she's, like, making out with, like, some six-year-old man, like, Ugh. I'm having a stupid summer party, and I'm like, oh, yeah! My tits. Um, yeah, so the, the slumber party is basically an unmitigated disaster for Joey. Yeah. Everyone... Gives him this fucking filthy look. Yeah. They're either almost, gl- almost immediately. They're either glaring at him or they're looking at him like he's a fucking like criminal. Yeah. Like who is this man? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I actually didn't even think about that. Like, what if? Yeah. What if they're feeling that at that time? Like, like my daughters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all these little girls in like nightgowns, mothers in nightgowns. But shouldn't they? A. They should already know the situation at home for Stephanie. They should. They should know Joey. Because Joey probably they, they, drops oh her yeah, off they do, all yeah, the they time. Yeah, they do know Joey's name, and it's the, still probably weird because they probably know that he's not related to her by blood. Oh, that's true too. She's not Jesse. So let's Fine. say let's say she's there Jesse. Is all the weird stuff that happens to anyone from Full House, from anything that happens to the Tanners or whatever outside of that house is deemed as weird. So imagine like <laughs> everyone's talking the, shit yeah, about them. Like the entire blog is probably talking shit about how weird the Tanners are the entire time wherever they go so like in schools because they do a lot of like hokey shit 
out, outside of the house, too. You know, and they apologize, and we know the backstory because we can see that. But for the rest of the world watching them, we probably think they're fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. That's a really, that's really good. Oh, the Tanners are doing another one of their fucking hill jogging yeah. exercises. They're running over that hill again, like they like to do. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, saw the car crash into the house. Yeah, the yeah. They don't know how to take care of their kids. <laughs> it's like uh, the comedian I, walked away from the car and just let the child drive it. Hey, it's that guy who dressed up in drag and went to my college to steal blah blah blah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they play all these games that like apparently a man just is not genetically inclined yeah. to do. This little fucking bitch who runs this slumber party, Lisa, or whatever the fuck yeah. her name is, Lisa, played by Annie Barker, she has like two lines, mm-hmm. uh, she's like, uh, let's do mother-daughter jump rope. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is mother-daughter jump rope? In, in the middle of the living room, too. Yeah. That is the craziest part of, yeah. of it, is that they... They're not in an apartment either. This is a house. In a carpeted yeah. living room. It's like, you're not gonna jump rope in there. It's also, so you're gonna destroy your knees. Go, <laughs> go outside. Your cartilage. <laughs> Uh, Joey, like, the rope hits him in the middle of it, and he's like, oh, how humiliating for me. And he me. got pretty far! Yeah, they got almost uh, almost the way through the rhyme. Hey, like, little Dutch girl, what's your deal? You have a face, but no heels. Oh, no, I've lost. <laughs> oh, whatever, Joey, I'm just gonna go kill myself in the corner. Yeah, right. Stephanie's like, Jesus, you fuck. It's, it's, it's all these things, and Carlos, you mentioned this earlier, it's all these things that would have been, like, someone has to screw up at some point or lose yeah. at some point in all of these activities. Exactly. And it would have been normal if it's, like, the mother, but because it's Joey, it's like... This is the worst thing you could have done to me in this yeah. moment. Poor Joey running around in his uh, fully licensed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles product placement PJs. Yeah, I'm very surprised that it says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They must have paid someone. They had, like, they had to have yeah. paid someone. Because you can't trot that shit out. Or what if it was just like this entire episode was thrown together just to, just to, Showcase. Just to promote the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, uh, pajamas that he's wearing. Listen, uh, Jeff Franklin, uh, <laughs> we gotta get Joey in these wacky PJs. <laughs> no. well, could you just have the boys write something around it? Listen, the entire season is done. We've written the entire thing. It's in the can. We got clever names for all the episodes. We're ordering eight more episodes. <laughs> this season's gonna be 36 episodes long. <laughs> ah, you're killing me. Uh, t- take out the elements of this garage sale one and put, I don't know, a slumber party in there or something. Uh, here's the thing. Could everybody be in the Ninja Turtle PJs <laughs> One point I'm just saying it's a possibility. If you could consider it, it would be a really good thing for me. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Who's knock, knock, knocking? That's creepy. <laughs> knock, knock. Um, so, yes, there are these great, and I remembered these pajamas. I remember seeing these. Yeah. They're like full, they're full green pajamas that make you look like you're the Ninja Turtle. Yeah. They come with a headband. Very cool, very jealous. I wish I had my own pair. Yeah, yeah that would have been great. You want, you want an adult size pajama set. Yes, of, of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, although my first choice would not have been Donatello. Really? I love Donatello. Huge Donatello. Have it out. Really? Donatello? Yeah, who would you pick? I don't know. Uh, oh, I'm a Michelangelo uh, all you day. you a Michelangelo. Yeah. Are you joking? No, he's Michael- the best. Oh my god, something, he's like, he has like a brain injury or something. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. does he not follow? How he's he- not cool. He- Michelangelo is not cool. So I used to not like Raphael. and everyone See, I, Raphael. I don't understand how people like Raphael. I understand. He's a jerk. He, he was a total asshole. I didn't understand that he was I like just, him now, though. he was supposed to be a moody teenager. Yeah. I just thought he was just kind of like an angry dick for no reason. Mm-hmm. There's a moment where, uh, okay, so there's a whole other game where they they have eggs and spoons. Yeah. They have to trade off high heels. But I, I just want to jump to the moment where Lisa says, all right, mother-daughter makeover. And I do emphasize mother-daughter makeovers. Yeah. Sorry. Like, there's this, this again, it all comes back like, sorry, Joey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why isn't anyone pulling Lisa aside? And being and like, like, hey, you know, Stephanie's mom, she passed away and it's kind of hard for her. Maybe if you can just like Back stop the fuck being out. a cunt. Yeah. A huge fucking cunt right now. Well, and the, in, the, in the room, yeah. they're like, "Oh, I guess we can't do it." I'm oh, like, yeah. no, no, you absolutely can just do whatever. Well, and this is the last straw for Stephanie. She's like. It sucks because of me. Ah, she yeah. runs out Into in her pajamas. Uh, she has this whole scene with DJ where she's sobbing. And actually, Jody Sweeten's doing a little bit better in the dramatics department yeah. than the you last time. you think those time. were real tears? No. Probably not. No. Oh, she had two very, very thick tears. Yep. In the greasy. middle of her face. Yeah. yeah. Like it's very strange. Uh, and she's like, you don't understand. You got to go to the Honeybee Slumber Party with Mom, DJ, Yeah. when you were eight years old. Mm-hmm. And now I don't got that shit. Yeah. 
And DJ's like, well, just because I got to do one thing with mom <laughs> doesn't yeah. mean I don't miss her as much as you do, uh, which is a valid point. It's also not a competition, DJ. Well, yeah, Let's uh, not make it that. I don't uh, think Stephanie was trying to frame it that way. But, but I did like that this conversation Why happened. Why won't this body <laughs> take to my hammer? I must destroy the evidence of my murder. <laughs> yeah, what? It was gone for like, I thought it was gone forever. Okay, um, so I, what I do like is that the conversation at the end did take place between the two girls and that Danny was not involved. I was yeah. worried it was going to be another like Danny and Stephanie, Danny having to explain to Stephanie. But it was nice that the the girls had a chance to bond over something that they are both sharing together. So and and DJ takes her to the party, and then that's supposed to be yes. This makes sense. Yeah. A girl and a girl. Joey, we're sorry. You tried your best. Thank you for taking me. But we but we all know that this isn't how it's supposed to be. And my, my thing was, if that was an option, why didn't DJ go in the first place? She wasn't She wasn't at, at the She had house. her own thing with Kimmy. Yeah. They were oh, off doing their own thing. Oh, you mean before Becky? Like when Becky was no uh, longer an option, I guess. Either or, yeah. Why wouldn't DJ be like... The, I used to be a honeybee. I could have fun. I've done it. The yeah, moms know me. Like, yeah. probably. They yeah. recognize me. It's mm-hmm. going to be fine. Yeah. But it should... There's this other thing with Michelle not wanting to, like... There's this idea of, like, oh, I'm in a pretty little girl dress, as opposed to, like, putting her in masculine clothes. Like, no, Michelle doesn't like that. I want to be in a pretty little girl dress. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we get it. There are fucking lines. Men go over here and they do their thing. Women go over here and they do their thing. Mars and, and sometimes Venus, they mix. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess this entire episode is just there is a big difference between men and women, and they should never intermingle. You know, try to be, mm-hmm. you know. When we're supposed to have our time, yeah. that's when you don't come. Yeah. We exactly. don't want you here. It's so weird. Don't. Hey, also, did you guys notice that um, they're recording a podcast in the other room on hammering rocks? Yeah. It's this weird ambient you, podcast you with no were, dialogue. You guys were talking, and I was just so, I kept listening to them the yeah. entire yeah. time. Okay. I thought you said you could, t- I thought you said you. I couldn't at that point. I thought you, like, switched off your left ear, <laughs> and, like, nothing was coming Next into that canal. Next week, there are guests on the, on the show. <laughs> oh, guys. So, you guys are, uh, uh, what's this uh, thing? Uh, you got a uh, microphone here? I could, pro- I could probably hammer that. I could probably hammer that if you want me to hammer that. I, uh, I have some theories about this DJ. They have destroyed my apartment. <laughs> oh, no. Candace Cameron's little boobies are really doing it for me. Oh, okay. Come on, slow down. Don't, uh, don't, you don't need to say that. Uh, okay, so Jesse's dad is an exterminator. Well, my uh, my father was also an exterminator. Uh, so yeah, dress me up in leisure suits. <laughs> and dresses. Uh, that's the episode. Uh, now it's time, of course, to pass out some comments. Awards for woof-worthy fashion. Woof. woof. These are the awards that go to the individuals with the worst sense of fashion. Uh, I'm going to go first. I usually throw it to Brandon, but I'm going to yes. go first. Uh, I think I'm going to have to give it say. to Stephanie's jacket. So when she's going to go back to the party with mm. DJ, she throws on this crazy, almost like stand-up comedian jacket. Mm-hmm. It looks like something Joey would wear at like a bad like club in the early 90s. Hey, you know what it reminded me of? Uh, you remember in Back to the Future 2? Oh, yeah. It yeah. looks like Marty McFly's, like, future, future jacket. jacket. Yeah. The one that, like, zips up itself. Yeah, well, and, you, like, like the, press it and, like, fits to your body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your clothes are now dry. dry. Yeah, it reminded me of that. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so that's what I'm going to give it to. Carlos, Carlos, we're going to throw it to you. I, I don't know. I, I I guess Joey's bright yellow uh, polo, uh, only because he, he buttoned all three buttons <laughs> yeah. at the top. Like he was yeah. a youth minister. Yeah. yeah. He just he looked more like a creep in that outfit Exactly. than the turtle pajamas. The turtle pajamas, I think, make him a badass, though. So if you were to give like a awesome fashion award, yeah, you would yeah. give it to the pajamas. Definitely. But pajamas. for the common award, you got to give it to the yellow. I got to give it to the yellow. You know what? I'm going to give it to uh, Jesse for the greaser outfit. I think it's trying too hard to uh, for once a little a little bit too like oh, on the, the nose cream. on the nose <laughs> of like we get it. You love motorcycles. Let's calm down. We don't need the. Fonzie outfit yeah. that we were getting in this. Episode. I would actually prefer it if he if he had just stuck with what we've been seeing lately, which is the Phil Collins Peter Gabriel fucking like bright colored suit shit. Yeah, I was oh, like, no, yeah. no, no, we've already transitioned to this Jesse. Mm-hmm. Let's not go backwards. It's, yeah, it's it seemed a few steps back, a little too young for him. Like, he's oh, not, interesting. I, I think he's reached a point 
where he needs to grow out of that a little well, bit. Well, he looks like he's also going, not Fonzie, sure, but also like that white t-shirt thing is still like James Dean. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're right. Like, you're not yeah, James Greece. Dean anymore. Yeah. You never really were. So, But I did want to go over this brief review that is on IMDb oh, yes, about this episode um, from Taylor Kingston. Uh, thank you. Uh, first, I have to point out that he puts a warning, spoilers, on Fuck. his review. Which wait, wait, when was this good. dated? Uh, this was June 10th of this year. So Holy just a few shit. months ago. Uh, we get, I enjoyed this episode a lot. I felt so bad for Stephanie. Her mother should have been able to take her to that sleepover. Dot, dot, dot. That's the end. Seven out of ten. <laughs> Seven out of ten? What? Is, first of all, I've never understood the idea. Can we recreate this man's life? Yeah. That wrote this? So, like, obviously he, he doesn't know... His her mother should. That makes me think that. What he does that imply? Yeah, it makes me think that like that's not right that a mom dies. It, maybe he doesn't even know that the mom is dead. Maybe he hasn't paid attention enough. He he, he has he's insane. <laughs> he has um, just looking ahead. He has written reviews for it looks like every episode. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. I mean, he titled his review the one with the honeybee sleepover, like a Friends episode. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. God, no. No. Well, Carlos, do that with all of these? I have, uh, the, one yeah, of the questions I have sort of, he, has he does what? it for all of them? The one with the newspaper is the next week. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> How is he watching them? He's got a, s- s- like, style. He's probably signature. watching the, He's the wa- way we're doing it now. I th- he probably I would, has the Crazy House DVD set. I bet he doesn't. I bet you he just watches watches them when they're on TV. Oh. And he just runs to his compact Passario, plugs it into dial-up, and, like, gets online. Close uh, out of Oregon Trail. <laughs> Open Word document. Netscape Navigator. Yeah. Oh, good it's, lord. It's crazy that he doesn't do some episodes, but he does others. I bet you he's, he's watching like, it on television. Yes. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. checking them off as they're randomly aired, and he's like, got yeah. it, got oh it, got God. it. The like, shit. crossing his fingers, please let it be this yeah. one today. The, the eating disorder one, he gets gave a 10, so he... Oh, my oh God. What you, wait, what do you wait, say about that shape one? Shape up. Well, well... Oh, we haven't gotten to that The one with the no, empty oh. tummy. That's later this season. Oh, it's such a good episode. Shape up! The question I have sort of inspired by this episode is, did you ever have anything that sort of came with you from childhood like Danny? Like, are you inclined, are you the kind of person that keeps stuff like that? You know, I'm not, actually. I, I have a mailbox from... So we moved to the suburbs when I was in uh, high school, and uh, someone destroyed our mailbox or whatever, and I took that... And that's the only thing that I've had, like, where I put, like, uh, stuff from my childhood in. So okay. I'll put everything inside this mailbox or whatever. But, like, other than that mailbox, I don't have anything, like, before maybe two th- the year 2000. So this mailbox, like, got like got damaged before you moved, and then you took it with you? No, no, no. Um, we lived in the city, and mm-hmm. when we moved to the suburbs, someone hit our, like, brand-new mailbox or whatever. Oh, okay. And I took the old one, and I just, like, put, like, all my memories and stuff inside. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all my secrets. Oh, I was about to ask what they were, but if they're secrets. <laughs> no, no, they're just like little memento things. Like, uh, I have my name tag from when I worked at Blockbuster. And, okay. And oh, just I have like, stuff like that. Yeah, just like little, little nickname things. Like, I have uh, all the, like... A bunch of little buttons from like when the first Batman movie came out. Oh, okay. That like I still have, and just like those types of little things. I, I I'm really genuinely interested in just learning about what your time like at, was at Blockbuster. Like, how long were you there? I was there for maybe like a year and a half. I want to say. Okay. I was like. So not long enough to become still, like an institution there. I was the. Employee of the year when oh. I was there, yeah. W- were you uh, at the point where Blockbuster was kind of on top, or was it on its way out? DVDs had just came out. Okay, okay cool. Yeah, DVDs had just came out, and like when they first came out, like people just kept returning them. They they kept saying like they didn't work, they didn't work because like uh, huh? back then, like if a scratch there was like when they first came out, like if a scratch was on the DVD, oh they were done. Yeah, it was kind of like it would fuck up forever, and then people would be like, it's a brand new DVD player, it should work. Blah blah. I'm like, I don't know, man. The, these growing pains that we had to experience as yeah. like a t- an entire nation, like this will never work. It will work. Just and it was <laughs> like down. I remember it was just like one shelf. Just, like, all the DVDs were just one shelf. Everything else was VHS. Uh And we would steal, like, crazy. Really? Oh, oh my God. Because the uh, cameras were over... We're over us, you know. What I mean, they're not in the aisles or not anywhere. So, like, if I, I that is that is crazy. Yeah, like w- why? Because employee theft is like the number one like theft. <laughs> you know, As they, you know, and they knew. The <laughs> yeah. So, like, I would just like whenever like. I got hired, and I got hired because I could close, and I was, like, the only one in high school that could close, I guess. 
all the bosses there were just like they would go in the back and jerk off or do whatever the fuck they wanted. And I would not, oh. not literally. No, no, I, just, I, 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 I yeah, know, yeah. but you say these things and I, 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 I ooh, the pictures, the pictures. But I would just call my friend. I'd be like, hey, they're in the back. If you just want to come with like a bag or something, you could fill up or whatever you want. And I would just hang up. And then I, I wouldn't even acknowledge they were there. I'd be like, hey, welcome Blockbuster. And then like play on the computer or whatever. And he would just fill up with like, uh, you know, VHS tapes and then uh, CDs and just video games. And then he would walk out. Wait, CDs as well? Yeah, they, we had a CD section. Really? Yeah, in our Blockbuster, yeah. That, to, to rent them? No, no, to buy. Oh. Yeah, they oh. had like a purchase area. Okay. So wait a minute. A minute ago, you just said that you were like employee of the year. I was. I was great. I got so- fired. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I totally got fired. But, okay, but, like, everyone was stealing, too. And I, I learned this from the guy who actually got me the job, too. Like, we were all stealing. It was ridiculous. And Okay, um, so, so no one was innocent. No, no, okay. no, no one was. Like, it was, this one guy started going crazy. He was, like, stealing so much, he it lost the rush for him. <laughs> I remember. And, uh, I'm dead inside. <laughs> and Fight Club had just come out, so he was just so inspired by Fight Club. Oh, he no. started, like, stealing all the cover boxes, and he would leave, like, a post-it that said mischief. And... Uh, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he would like, or he would just like That's so pathetic. Stuff his car cargo like pants yeah. with just like uh, CDs and whatever, and do an entire shift just like knowing that he's gonna steal this, and the manager couldn't do anything about it. Like no one could tell that his crazy cargo pants yeah. like stuffed to the he, brim. He just needed to feel something. Oh, it's, it's interesting how I hear the jingle jangle of plastic, and yet I can't do anything. I'm powerless. When, when you would play, like, movies in the store, like, did you ever do that? Yeah. Was there, like, uh, did you have one you would, like, a favorite that you would always want to play? Or um, I was on? so pretentious at that point. I would be like, any of the new releases I probably wouldn't have liked or anything. <laughs> I say tut-tut. Yeah. I, I, we actually wouldn't play the movies. There, there's, like, a, a stock, whatever stock movie that they make you play with all, like, the coming attraction. Oh, oh yes, sure. yes, yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, but when it closed, oh, like, irritating. I would put on whatever. So you were pretentious. Like, how did that I, sort of I, manifest? I was, I was so pretentious. Like, people would, like, because people come up, and I don't know why they feel the need to ask me if this is a good movie. Like, don't do that. Like, don't ever ask. That's like when people ask, like, the the uh, their server, like, oh, is this good? No, it tastes like shit. Like, of course they're going to say it's good, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just found that really trying. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'd just be like, no, that's a bad movie. You don't want to run that. So you would tell them? Oh, yeah, I would tell them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, That's why I was... <laughs> and most of the time, would they take that seriously and be like, oh, thank you? No, they what? always took it. Then for God's sake. They yeah, always that's, took that's it, That's ridiculous. Yeah. When you would get a, a Blockbuster card or whatever, they would need, like, a second form of ID or whatever, mm-hmm. or, or, like, a Social Security number and a credit card, or not, not not Social Security, no, just a credit card, a license and a credit card for whatever reason, to charge you if, like, late fees accrued or whatever. They used to do that automatically. I just remember one time this guy, like, yelled at me for something stupid, and I was like... I have your credit card. Like, and then, like, my boss told me to leave. <laughs> I was just like, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. Like, uh, yeah. Like, so why, why were you ultimately fired? Uh, my boss went on vacation, and uh, we had to do inventory. And we did inventory, and tons of shit was missing. Like, ton- like we ravaged that store. Oh, boy. And the district manager came in, and he started re- reviewing the tapes. And there's me on a tape. So I was <laughs> It was a stupid story, but I was dating a girl, and I had left uh, a video game at her place, and I was like, eh, I'd rather not ever see it. We broke up, and I was like, I'd rather oh. never talk to her ever again. <laughs> so I just checked in the video game myself instead of picking it up, and he came in, and he was just like, you're fired, blah, blah, blah. He's like, did you steal it? And I'm like, no, I didn't. It's somewhere in the store. And uh, the guy at the front told me, like, he was like, he was waiting to call the police. Like, he had he had called the police and told them that this was going to happen. And if you told him that you stole, he was going to have you arrested. I was like, that's fucked up. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God. He, he must have felt so annoyed. Annoyed yeah, that, that he I didn't get to have that happen. Didn't get someone to blame. Oh, yeah. good lord! Yeah. And I love that all it took was just to you for you to just say no. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's all it took. And I really just love that. Like, not to compare myself to Al Capone, but like that was well. the, that was the part. That was the thing that brought me down. You know, that and, one and second, <laughs> all the bad shit that I, I wanted to be like. You know how much bad shit I did, motherfucker. But that was the one thing. When we when we opened Carlos Luna's vault, yeah. we found this one video game, <laughs> yeah. the fucking linchpin to his entire empire. Uh, Brandon, I think it might be time, unless you're uh, unless you want to keep uh, texting your honeys. 
You're you're making wet. Your honeybees. My honeybees. Time for my classic question. Classic question. So, Carlos, as you know from this show, catchphrases are a big thing. A. Did you have a catchphrase growing up? Just something you said a lot. And B. Do you have a catchphrase now? I used to. I actually full house. I used to say pin a rose on your nose. I say that just to be sassy with people. Yeah, just to be sad. Well, pin a rose on your nose. <laughs> <laughs> I do it that slow. They annoying, like annoyingly slow type thing. Making them wait. Right now, I do say I say woot woot a lot in text. I don't know if that, <laughs> if that counts for anything, <laughs> but I'll be like woot woot. I'm like, yeah, I say woot woot. So, so you say it in text messages, but not necessarily. Not in real life. Loud. No, that sounds okay. ridiculous. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not God, trying to. I'm, I'm sh- quiet, Brandon. Um, I'm not like trying I'm to push. Or no, 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 no. <laughs> Brandon's like mad at, at me because he thinks I'm trying to like push this a certain way. <laughs> but I want, I want you to keep. Please, it's your platform. Uh, wait, wait. Push it a certain way. How? <laughs> Did you feel like you have uh, outside of woodwork? Like, do you? Is there anything else that comes to mind? trying to think if I say anything that's like that. Why? What? Uh, what? Oh, I'm we just... No, no. Big, if you don't... If you feel like you don't have one now, we, we could do something to help you do that. But it, oh, it would only you know, be... Oh, I, I do have one. Oh, oh well. Yes, mm-hmm. good. I, I say... Uh, I say quite often, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I say it in every <laughs> instance, and I love saying it with the simplest questions. When someone's just like, hey, so what'd you do over the weekend? I'm like, don't worry about it. And As like, you're looking at like, your watch, like gah, 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 gah. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. I say that one a lot. What is the effect that that has on most people? People get really pissed off. Yep. Like, people are, <laughs> people are just like, wait, I don't understand. And I'm just, I'll just be quiet at that point. I'll just be like, I don't know what you want from me. Like, just don't, <laughs> I'll be like, worry about yourself. <laughs> and I'll bring it that way. What did I do this weekend? Why don't you look at your own actions? Yeah. What choices did you make over the weekend? <laughs> you fucker. Yeah. Okay, well, fine, fine, fine. So you have, you have your catchphrase, and that we would have played around if catchy, catchy. We would have we would have pitched you some catchphrase options. Oh, I, well, I could use a new one. That mm. doesn't make me friends. Can, uh, can you give me one that makes me friends? You want one that makes you friends? Oh, that's interesting. Some be like, I want to hang out with Carlos. He's always saying. Brandon, he's asking for it. Saying this. Uh, it's uh, time for another round of catchy, catchy. catchy. Brandon, uh, uh, <laughs> you, of course, we've been playing rock, paper, scissors to determine yeah. Who goes first? Yep. So rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> I win. That means a Brenda goes first. You always he, win. He has to think scissors. fast. Um, His little brain. His tiny uh, brain. Okay, okay. Um, you're just Okay. Mm-hmm. Every time is running out. Uh, well, it's nothing a hug can't fix. <laughs> That's one. So and then, someone, and someone is like confiding of, like, in Carlos. Yeah, and then you have the option of hugging. Well, if they're just saying there's a problem that they have, and you can be like, nothing a hug can't fix. I, I'm not. Mm. Gonna, I'm really not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that. <laughs> I, I love that so hard. There's a there's a, a a gif online where this kid, like it's this fat kid, and like uh, <laughs> uh, from the show, he's just like he's gonna say something classic, fat kid. I, he's like. I made a hug list and everyone's on it. He <laughs> 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 just starts hugging people. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, I just love it. I know I said it, but classic fat kid. Yeah, classic. I made a hug list. And uh, I, I, I guess my uh, catchphrase submission would be hammer, 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 hammer. <laughs> Uh, but no, that's that's not what I'm gonna go with. Uh, my catchphrase possibility for you would be: Look at all these sexy people. Am I pointing to them? I, every, to everybody like in the room. You have to go like this. Everybody in the room, you just go. <laughs> you enter and you're like, look at these sexy people, right. and then everyone is like, Carlos. I don't know if I would ever say that. So those are your two. Oh, it's got to be the hug. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm yeah! sorry. I'm sorry. I would never say that. I yep. fought for it only to lose. Wait, these sexy people. That's just opening the door for someone to make fun of me. Right? Uh, but nothing a hug can't fix. But, like, it, by saying that, that's that's giving, like, a remedy to something. And it's also not... Someone violent. comes to you with a problem. Yeah. Nothing and a then hug, you dismiss it with a hug. <laughs> nothing a hug can't fix. I'm not even volunteering to do the hug, though. I'm just saying, like, hey, you want to fix your problem. Go get yourself a hug. Wait, yeah. you're not offering the hug? No. Well, I thought that, that was that's, that's the brilliance of it is yeah. that it can be. I could. I could if I want to. 
But I'm also just stating Which like on many levels. What yeah. if that person comes in for the hug they think you're offering, and you're like, no, 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 not not I. Pull yeah. your bootstraps up and go find your own hug, dum dum. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would have to tell them. I broke up with my boyfriend. That's nothing a hug can't fix. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't touch me. Nothing a hug can't fix. And then you just walk away. Go get a hug from your ex if you can. Oh, that's right. They don't love you anymore. Uh, Carlos, thank you so much for joining yeah, us today. Uh, before we close out, is there anything that you would like to plug? Plugs. Performance opportunities, personal projects? Yeah, um, I would like to plug the Chicago Improv Den. Dina Fackless and I started the Chicago Improv Den. We have classes and we have shows, shows on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. If you guys got an improv ID, you can get into any show for free. I was in there just a couple weeks ago, and it was great. Yeah, thank you. So fun. Yeah. What's the uh, website? Uh, the ChicagoImprovDen.com. Makes sense. Come, our next session just started, so in eight weeks, another session will begin. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Sweet. Uh, great. Well, of course, you can listen to us in a variety of ways. Uh, iTunes, of course. If you're listening to us through that format, please leave us a five-star review. We actually just got a, another one very recently. Really? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's a really good review. Thank you so much to that uh, individual, that user. Uh, we are available on Stitcher for streaming purposes. You can also stream through Libsyn. That's howreadpodcast.libsyn.com. The Facebook group, the the G, uh, the email. Uh, you can send us uh, questions, comments, concerns. The Podcast at gmail.com. Gmail.com concerns. I have my concerns. <laughs> there seems to be a shift in the tide. Uh, of course, Tumblr, that's where you can get the podcast supplementals. Uh, that is hrpodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, from the most recent episode with Samantha Woman, you could see uh, supplementals of John Stamos on the set of Law and Order SVU. Mm-hmm. Very odd footage. It's like yeah. really quiet. Like it's a creep who's like taking the footage. <laughs> like, hey, Bill, what do you do? Ah! Um, and then there's the, the trailer for uh, In the Cold of the Night or whatever that key. Movie. Great. It's very perverted and porny. Uh, and of course, we're on Twitter, Brandon. Uh, at B double E shock. Mine is J O N P E R N I S E K. Carlos, are you on Twitter? No. Well, then. <laughs> no, not at all. Look at these sexy people. Well, that's never my catchphrase catch now. Oh, yeah. catchphrase. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we say our names as individuals. I say, and we'll see you next time on. And then together we say the phrase, how rude. So, Brandon? All right. Uh, I am Brandon Shockney. I am John Pernasek. I am Carlos Luna. And we will see you next time on Hammer, Hammer, Hammer. It's <laughs> nothing a hug won't fix, guys. <laughs> Man, he is going to town. <laughs> yep. You guys good on your podcast in there? <laughs> <laughs>